0: Esiason, and you're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast, presented by the Boomer Ison Foundation and Gunnerasison.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex. Novartis, Digital Credit Union, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a Cystic Fibrosis podcast, are that of Gunnar Assayas and Tiffany Rich, and guests, and not necessarily those of the Boomer and Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with Cystic Fibrosis. The Boomer Asyian Foundation, Gunnar Asyian, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You are listening to "Breathe In" a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, it's Gunnar Asyian. Uh, I'm back this week yeah. after taking a week off. I was always, uh, always joined by Tiffany Rich. Tiffany, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I am well. A big thanks good. to Summer Love for filling in for me last week. Yeah. Um, we, we had, had a l-
1: little fun conversation. <laughs> yes. Yes, you guys did.
0: It was a great podcast. Um, <laughs> always. Summer's like the recurring guest that we like to have on the show. Oh, um, yeah. She's like she's basically like the quasi-other co-host.
1: Well, she radiates Summer and love.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so we're going to take today's podcast in a little bit of a different direction. Uh, big news near you, Tiffany, the Bay Area, uh, in San Francisco, they actually just voted the San Francisco, I guess, like legislator, uh, just voted to ban the sale of e cigarettes. Yeah, becoming the first state in the United States, uh, the first city in the United States to do so, right? Um, And it's going to the mayor's desk, and if the mayor signs the bill, uh, it'll go into effect 30 days after it's signed. So that includes Mm -hmm. um, e-cigarettes, jewels, vape pens, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Right. San Francisco is becoming the first state or in the U.S. To, to completely ban them. And it's mm-hmm. largely due to uh, the increased use of high school students being introduced yes. to nicotine uh, and mm-hmm. tobacco uh, that way. So uh, I,
1: actually, I actually went to a high school football game because the little girls that I used to babysit for, they mm-hmm. invited me. And one of my friends is the cheerleading coach. So I went there and I saw so many of those vape pens and stuff. And of course, being post-transplant and having CF, I see that stuff all the time. Uh I I like have a radar (laughs) of it. And when I see it, it's just, I felt like it was disrespectful to the people around you because you don't know if someone has CF or has a... Yeah. Problem. I mean,
0: I think there's a common misconception that vape pens don't only create a secondhand effect where, yeah. you know, whereas cigarettes do, um, mm. or uh, smoking anything, you know, does for, for that sense of the matter. But, um, well, the reason we're talking about it is because, uh, not only uh, was, it, was it banned and we're sort of talking about, uh, you know, how we feel about cigarette smoke and, and that kind of thing in, in one respect yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. But also a recent study from Harvard actually uh, did disclose that within these vape pens, uh, they are finding some pretty nasty stuff. They're actually found – you know, uh, the, the study cites that in 27 percent of uh, vape pens studied uh, – 27% did find traces of gram-negative bacteria, which of course yes. is what we are kind of fearful of, cystic fibrosis. And then 81% found traces of uh, different fungi, which as we uh, well know from having Amanda Varns on the podcast yes. – uh, that fungi can uh, also do significant damage to the airways. So while yeah. the uh, the long-term effects and secondary effects or second-hand effects of vape pens are kind of unknown, I think it just requires you know uh, general due diligence and really common sense, if you're someone with cystic fibrosis, to really stay right. away from them. Because, I mean, you've got to think about what's going into that, right? You know, right? Are you really sterilizing a vape pen like someone sterilizes a nebulizer, you know, one of the nebcups that we use? Um, yeah. The answer to that is no. So you're I Think, no that. <laughs> exactly. So I think, um, you know, what, what I do want to talk about here is especially, uh, you know, in my personal experience, when you walk through New York City, you see quite a few people smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes or, or, you know, using vape pens. And it Ooh. does sort of create a, uh, a very complex feeling on the inside for me, because yeah. on one hand, you know, I certainly do recognize that addiction is an illness that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, nicotine and is an addictive substance so there's, yes. there's certainly that aspect to it but at the same time I do always find myself scratching my head when I see people willingly inhaling cigarette smoke or even you know using a vape pen it's, it's just something that like right. really really does get under my skin um, and it's yeah, not it's not exactly. so much that I like have some like a vendetta against a person who is <laughs> you know smoking a cigarette casually in public
1: right.
0: more so it's just the notion that that kind of thing does exist and it is so widespread
1: yeah. Yeah, and I think about people's health that comes to mind, and just what's happening inside them. Even though like they are addicted and stuff, I just think about your lungs are hurting and everything, and just what the the negative effects that will come later in life mm-hmm. when I see that.
0: Yeah, and you know the the other part of this too is you know. You know, full disclosure, I have had a number of family members, mm-hmm. um, you know, die from smoking-related illness. You know, it's mm-hmm. it definitely – on one hand, it's a little bit of a generational thing because back in the old days, okay. um, you know, they didn't quite know uh, the dangers of smoking and, you know, yeah. a number of people from, you know, the you know the older generations of, of people living in the United States did get hooked on to smoking. It's, it's, set, mm-hmm. it's certainly gone down a little bit um, yeah. as time has gone on, but um, – You know, I have had a number of family members who have unfortunately passed away because of smoking related illness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I think about like this, like the state of American healthcare and and how expensive a lot of these things do become, it Mm -hmm. it does really, on one hand, point to how much money is being spent on people who are suffering from lifestyle illnesses, right? Smoking Mm -hmm. a cigarette is, for all intents and purposes, for the person who is. Uh, you know, smoking in a vacuum or whatever, for the, you know, make, takes that first pup. That is a lifestyle choice that someone is making. Yeah. And, um, you know, unfortunately, people living with uh, rare disease, cystic fibrosis in our case, you know, we're always fighting for whatever is left over in the, uh, the scarcity of resources within our healthcare system. I mean, you can mm-hmm. look at uh, a number of these organizations out there um, – you know, one specifically is you can go look at patients rising now, and they're fighting mm-hmm. uh, against a, uh, a financial metric or an economic metric called the quality adjusted life year, which basically mm-hmm. puts a a value on a patient's life and compares yeah. it to the cost of medication. And of course, we're in a society where you know resources are finite or there's a certain number of uh, resources available to uh, individual illness communities those of us living with rare diseases are sort of getting whatever's left over. Uh, Whereas, you know, we're super happy to pump as much money as we want to in uh, lifestyle illnesses. And that kind of does create a dichotomy for me where on one Uh hand, you know, I do sort of feel bad for those people, but at the same time, it is the kind of thing where it's like, you know, you made that choice. So, right. um, And And
1: there are a lot of things that they can do to reverse or, you know, stop smoking. They have things that they can buy, over the counter, like yeah, I but guess,
0: you know, I'm not so much talking know, about. I'm not so much talking about that. I'm really just talking about the idea that you know it, that what, the, 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 the issues that smoking brings on later in oh, life, okay. whether whether like it's later in life. Exa- whether okay. it's um, right. you know whether it's emphysema, COPD, or lung cancer, cancer whatever. Cancer. Exactly. So yeah. uh, okay. you know, th- those are things that you know, like I like can't help but think about because I you know I, I've seen my own mm-hmm. family members go through it, but also you know so yeah. many people are out there going through it, and they kind of go through life though showing a blind eye to their future right, right. there's so much like live in the moment live in the now right but at yeah. the same time that's all fun and games until it's actually 30 years later and you know yeah. n- now you you know y- your choices in life have actually Pretty significant repercussions because your own health is going to suffer. But on the other hand, you know you're contributing to the uh, on a much more macro level. You're contributing to the uh, the problem that is lifestyle illnesses uh, mm-hmm. and it's taking away from from people, um, or or it has the potential rather to take away from people uh, who are uh, suffering from uh, inherited conditions like 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 we are.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very true, and I think people. I feel like nowadays people know the effects of smoking and smoking cigarettes, at least with these new e-cigarettes and stuff. We're finding those things out. But with cigarettes, people know that later in life you can get all these types of problems and they're still doing it, which doesn't make sense to me. And then you're polluting the environment. So and we're getting that secondhand smoke. Yeah. When we don't want that,
0: absolutely, and I mean, you know, you can even go right to the Centers for Disease Control and look at what it costs the American economy and healthcare system on a yearly mm-hmm. basis, right? right. So, um, and, and that number is 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 staggering. Right, yeah. the smoking-related illness in the United States costs more than three hundred billion dollars each year.
1: <laughs> that's right? insane. And that, that's
0: nearly one hundred seventy billion dollars for direct medical care for adults.
1: Right, that is and, insane. And
0: that's that number right there. It shows you like the uh, like the, the 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 scale on which this is like a massive problem. And right, uh, to, to kind of circle back to like the small little achievement that San Francisco is. Uh sort of having with banning vape pens and and um, e-cigarettes. It's a small step. And like, do I really am am I naive to think that smoking or cigarette use is ever going to go away in the United States? No, it's not. But I I think, uh, you know, I I can't help but have these complex feelings when I do see somebody smoking walking down the street Uh because as somebody who would love nothing more than the ability or the chance to breathe, to see someone piss it away is it gets under my skin
1: oh yeah totally i get that all the time and you know and i now i have the ability to breathe but i had to go through so much to get there Mm -hmm. and just seeing someone just kind of waste it and you know whenever i see people that are friends of mine or friends of friends i always go up to them and i'm like you have perfectly good lungs why are you wasting them yeah, you know, know. It's, it's it's
0: interesting you say. It. Like in college, like a, a lot of people, it, college is the kind is the place where like a lot of people like kind of experiment with it, you know, yeah, or or they'll totally. or you know they'll say, oh, I only smoke when I drink, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it, it became it's very bad. apparent that like throughout like, you know the inner my inner group of friends, you know, none of my, none of my close friends smoke cigarettes. Like this is not not happening. Right, but right, right. um, I, I remember one instance when we were freshmen and we were like walking to some party or whatever and like uh, a, a friend of mine who's who's becoming who was becoming a close friend it was pretty early in like you know my college career um, and he went to light up a cigarette and i pulled it right out of his mouth and i said no you <laughs> no you're not doing that and he looked at me and it was almost like a light bulb went off and right. it was like why am i doing that in gunner's presence like what you know what compelled me to do that and ever exactly. since you know he's never touched a cigarette since and you know wow. it's, it's, i'm not saying that i was the reason for that Really just he had a a bit of a come to Jesus moment where he sort of saw what he was doing or in the process of doing and then Mm -hmm. turned away. And, you know, on a much more larger scale, I did have, you know, people like in the larger group of friends, you know, people who I may not have been super close with who did kind of smoke. But Mm -hmm. they were aware of what they were doing.
1: Exactly.
0: When I was in their presence. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them, you know, of course, you know, when people have had a a few drinks or whatever, they (laughs) love to get all like sentimental and like have these major confessions, you know. And like, you know, I, I you know, I I can't count the number of times that someone came up to me in college, and was like, Gunner, like I, I can't believe I'm doing this, I feel so bad and I'm like I'm like oh, yeah. like like, like there's an easy way out, just stop, you know, like you have no yeah. problem here. And um you know, I I, I don't know. I, I I never really felt like I was on a crusade to like stop these kids from doing these things in college, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, people have the choice to do things however they want to do them, uh, and yeah. and so many times these people come up to me <laughs> and like, I can't, you know, I'm so, Governor, I'm sorry, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this.
1: I oh, I I've had that so many times. So like like you said, the funny thing is, a lot of people smoke when they drink. It's like a social thing, Yeah, yeah, it, but it, is. it definitely but it's just weird to me because normally you don't do that, but you want to do it when you're drunk. So whenever, like I've seen like, oh, you, my make whatever, friends you make whatever, you make whatever kind of and, choices
0: you make when you're drunk. I mean, you know, you're, right. not, you're not, you're not really the one driving, the, you know, driving the boat there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'll <laughs> see my friends like walk away from me and go do it. And I'm just like, all right, well, that's great. Why are you doing that? Because mm-hmm. like, of, of course like now now my friends that I'm with do not do that. but when I was in college and stuff, that was what, where it happened. like you said, people try things and that's where it happened. And I think they kind of understood where I was coming from just because of I can't breathe mm-hmm. and I have to go mm-hmm. do my smoking, which is a treatment. <laughs> every day just to be able to be where they are so i think a lot of people don't um think in those situations until they look at you and like you said they came up to you and said a, i don't know why i'm doing this it's almost
0: like they see themselves in the future right like they, yeah. they it's like a moment of conscience essentially and yeah you know i, I think that um on like a much more like family level where, you know, there are you know, some people who do smoke in the family and, you know, there are some like very like strict rules, you know, in the household when, you know, one of those, you know, when those people do come over and it's, you know, they, they gotta, if they're going to do their deed or, you know, stick with their habit, it, you know, has to happen away from the house and has to happen away from me. And I, and I have no problem letting people know how I feel about it. You know, like that's, that's the other thing here too is, you know, to an extent, you know, your, uh, You know, you're you're kind of on your own in the the real world out there, and you got to be able to Mm -hmm. talk, you know, speak up for yourself. Um, And and you know, I think that that it's just. it's it's a skill that I hate having, but you know it's it's mm-hmm. all, in a sense it's almost a survival skill because if you know you're yeah. around someone smoking or whatever, you know that that tar is going to stick. You know it's really going to stick to someone's lungs, but in in the in the case mm-hmm. of CF, it's right. really going to stick to those to that thick th- the thick sticky mucus inside right. your lungs. and That's you know kind of a recipe for disaster.
1: Exactly. Have I told you the story about when I was at a restaurant? No. I go for it. This? No, just go for okay, it. Okay. So. There was this episode where I went, me and Jeff went on a date, and it was pre-transplant, so it was at a hibachi place. I know you love hibachi mm-hmm. as well. Um, and we walked out of the restaurant. We were done with our meal. There are these two people smoking, which they got out of our way, but of course there was still smoke in the air. So I covered my mouth and kind of waved it away, because that's my right. I can wave uh-huh. a smoke around. And this girl was with a guy and she said wave your hand more and I got so sassy I turned right around and yelled at her and said you know what I don't need your smoke I'm on the double lung transplant list and I have cystic fibrosis so don't come at me think about what you're saying before you say it and she shut up so quick and her whoever she was with said we are so sorry we did not mean she did not mean it in like in a bad way. We are just very sorry. And I hope that they realize that after that episode, that they should not do that. Like, just let people be how they want to, they can wipe away all your secondhand soap. (laughs) And (laughs) I just was so and after that, I was just so mad. I, I don't know, it just made me feel like people don't think that they can do whatever they want in front of people's faces i was happy that they got out of our way but still the smoke is still in the air it's still there i had to cover my mouth because i had to protect the lungs that i have right now until i get new ones and i have to protect these a lot more too but in that situation people don't know what you're going through so why would you yell at someone
0: yeah you know i think it's the kind of thing that is just um it's, it's like pure, you know, ignorance or just, you know, not knowing uh, the circumstances or really not having a general care for your surroundings, yeah. you know. And I think that because we have CF, we're so hyper-aware of a lot of things in our surroundings that, you know, yes. we're kind of trained from an early age to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, I mean, let's put it this way. If you're the kind of person who's going to smoke, you know, you've already kind of resigned yourself to, you know, what you're doing anyways. So, uh, you know, do you really have, you know, the wherewithal for, you know – your surroundings at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I argue no, but um yeah. I guess I'm not a smoker, so I'm not really in a position to, you know,
1: right. answer beyond a speculative <laughs> stuff. So we um, don't know that side.
0: Exactly. So I uh, you know, I think that um you know personally for me going going back to mm-hmm. school now, like, you know, I like there, I do have a little mm-hmm. bit of a, a fear quote unquote, of uh, essentially uh, coming across uh, a, a lot of similar college behaviors that, you know, I, that I okay. experienced and witnessed. And, you know, I right. know for a fact that, you know, going into this kind of new environment where now we have, you know, the vape pens or, or the jewels or whatever, mm-hmm. that's going to be the kind of thing that, you know, uh, we're going to be running into. And, right. you know, the good news is that, you know, we, we grew up in an era where smoking for all Uh, A large majority of Mm -hmm. the time was outlawed indoors. Maybe when you were younger, it wasn't, but as we grow, grow older, it is. You know, but yeah. now people, because they can bring vape pens into places and kind of very subtly, you know, use them, that becomes yeah. an issue again. So, oh, yeah. um, and, and it, it goes back to, you know, kind of what you're talking about, going to the high school football game. And really me, I you know, having worked in high school athletics for the past six years, yes. you know, it's kind of thing like where we were always trained to be looking out for that kind of thing and mm-hmm. being ready to report a student if if we did catch them in the act. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think uh, – you know, I got two two different examples going on right now, the high school side of it, but also, you know, <laughs> going forward. Right. And you know, I think I think now that I, I am going back to school. It, it's going to be something that I'm going to have to learn how to be hyper aware of again. You mm-hmm. know, uh, my my routine, my general routine, my, met, you know, my general life, you know, brings me to a number of different like social venues and things like that. But I'm able to be very aware and kind of mitigate my risk against being exposed to secondhand smoke. Whereas mm-hmm. now that's all going to change. I'm going to have to figure it out again. So, you know, that's going to be something where, where I'm going to be leaning on my – you know, willingness to speak up for myself or my self advocacy skills to mm-hmm. an extent. So that that's kind of where I'm uh, headed here. Right. Um, and, and I'm curious, like, now that you're post transplant, you know, you had yeah. your big life change. Do you, mm-hmm. are you more aware of it now than when you were? And were you like told of a, a a heightened risk? Right. You know, is the risk kind of the same, or you know, did they have a, like a chat with you about it? Or, um, you know, I know, right. yeah. You know, well, speak to that. Yeah.
1: yeah, so funny thing. Okay, so it is, of course, you don't want any contaminants going into the lungs, especially because now I have the risk of rejection. And if those, if I get irritated or anything, that could cause any of those antibodies and whatever mm-hmm. to come attack, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely am aware. But the thing is, I had I had my sinus surgery a year ago, right? And I can't smell anymore. (laughs) Like my, my sense of smell is very, is not as good. And I know this happens to a lot of people. And um, so like two weeks ago, I was in LA for um, my friend's birthday, Mm. and we went to restaurants and stuff. And usually in California, you can't, smoke within like i forget how many feet it is from a restaurant but apparently these people were smoking in the on the patio Uh and i couldn't smell it so my friends had to tell me you need to get out of here because of the smoke and which usually i could smell that but i could not smell it so if i see someone smoking like I will get away from it. And then I was over by the bar area and walking towards the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And some girl had one of these e-cigarettes, these jewels or whatever. And she um, blew it right in my face. Literally right in my face. And I was so mad because why would you even do that? Well, go do that outside. So I have been told, you know, don't be around it. Just like pre-transplant, we don't want to get that bad stuff in our bodies, especially now because of the risk of rejection and infection and all that stuff. So, definitely have my guards up. I always look around my what what's going on around me, and mm-hmm. I avoid it at all costs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know, I think it's. Um, I, I think unfortunately, you know, there are quite a few um c- scenarios where like the, the experience you just had where someone's going to blow that in your face or whatever you're going to like yeah. c- kind of come across it unexpectedly are or- Mm-hmm. in some sense is unavoidable um and it's you know unfortunate you have to like run run into that um, you know i want to know what you do at concerts right mm-hmm. because you, you you love going to concerts you go to concerts quite oh, fr- yeah. you go to concerts quite quite them. quite frequently yes. and i think we all yeah. know what goes on at these concerts um I sure do. you know is there something you you know do when you go to see taylor swift
1: <laughs> i wear a mask I wear a mask, but Taylor Swift is a little bit different than going to, like, a rock concert. And they they used to have this concert here. It's called BFD. It's um, put on. It was, like, um, all the rock, like, um, I want to say, slip, was it Slipknot? Or it was one of those big, like, rock, you know, the rock, like hard heavy rock metal rock, band. rock uh, yeah. Band. yeah, and there was so much smoke.
0: Wait, so hold on. We gotta stop here. You used to go to, like, heavy metal rock concerts?
1: Yeah, I did. (laughs) I did. I was one of those girls that went to Warp Tour all the time, and I was all about that life. And it was fun. I
0: mean, Warp Tour is one thing, but Slipknot is like a whole different level. Slipknot is like – I mean, that is like heavy, heavy, heavy metal.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I went because it was fun. (laughs) I like music. I'm I'm very – I like I'm very diverse with my music so <laughs> I won't go to everything Taylor Swift's my main but you know uh,
0: but, Ta- Taylor Swift is uh, like is a far cry away from, yeah. from Slipknot I mean that's like they're yeah. on the opposite side of the spectrum here
1: right so then like those concerts there's so much smoke like big um it's like a big cloud are, essentially yeah exactly and being on the the lawn, like where the general admission is and stuff, it's mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. So I try to just cover myself. Um, now I would bring masks and stuff. I don't go to those concerts anymore. I'm usually a country or um, Taylor Swift. And I usually have seats now. So there's no smoke over there because I've kind of upgraded from the lawn to the wait, wait, seats wait. now. I've yes. grown up a little bit. Yes, you have. <laughs> but, you know... Those kind of places, if you are in like general mission, you're like in the pit and stuff. I always wear I always wear a mask always, because mm-hmm. you are in such tight quarters. And if someone's smoking, doing these e-cigarettes, doing anything, you want to protect yourself. Plus, <coughs> people are coughing and germs everywhere. It's nasty. Yeah, and sweating. And it is gross. Grossness. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, no, definitely. I, you know, I yeah. think that. Um, yeah, I mean that like that's like the number one uh, example that I can think of um, for someone post transplant how you would kind of navigate that, um, and it, it's challenging, right? Like it's kind of like a uh, you know you want to live your life as best as possible, but you know you're dealing with certain risks uh, in, in in that kind of scenario, and uh-huh. it's like it's just an unfortunate reality of you know the society in which we live where you know that's that kind of thing is. Um, it's a priority for some people, you know, and it's, right. it's, it's unfortunate. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that, um, you know, for those of you who are listening, you know, we want to know, like, how does it make you feel when you come across someone who's smoking? Uh, you know, does it yeah. do you kind of have these complex feelings that we do or do you kind of just blow it off? Like, yeah, not a big deal. Just kind of stay away. Uh, you know, for me, like, I, I kind of have a cross between a little bit of anger, but like mostly like I, I almost pity them. Right. I, I almost pity yeah. the people that are that are smoking because it's just a horrendous life choice. Um, that, you know, that, that they get, that people kind of get caught up in. Um, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm talking about people who make the conscious choice to do it. Now, obviously there's other scenarios where people, um, of course are smoking cigarettes because, you know, that's, you know, that they grew up in that environment and unfortunately they got addicted because through secondhand smoke, which is a horrible, horrible thing. You know, it's exactly. almost like, it's almost like you got to cut the problem out at the root to, you know, avoid situations like that. Right. Um, so you know, definitely let us know uh, in the comments, uh, mm-hmm. and we want to hear from you. You know, how does it? You know, what does it make? You know, how do you mitigate your risk when you're coming across some of these e-cigarettes? Uh, you know, now knowing that uh, you know a lot of these things do. Or can harbor some pretty nasty stuff. Um, yeah. Or even come so across, first. you know, smoking in the Wild. Um, and from there, we're going to kind of change gears. So we can go to the weekly recommendation uh, yeah. segment. So things that we're doing now that we think our listeners may like. <laughs> I'm actually reading Bad Blood right now. The, the book about uh, Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, oh. I cannot wait to watch the documentary. Uh, right. It is, honestly, it's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. It's <laughs> like, it's been so, you know I'm a, I'm a pretty big reader. Uh, if you follow the Instagram or follow me on Goodreads, even you know you know that I read quite a bit throughout the year. Um, but this one, Bad Blood, is it has lived up to every expectation. It's the kind of book that you know a lot of people you know pretty much everyone knows about, um, mm-hmm. and it has lived up to every single expectation that has been placed upon it. It is such a good <laughs> okay. book to read. Like it, it like it is so hard to, to put down and. um it, it, it's it's really really good. Uh, for those of you who have read it, we you know I'd love to know what you think about it. Uh, but uh, I'm almost done. So don't spoil it. But I, I uh, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to watch the documentary. But I cannot recommend enough. If you have not read it, Bad Blood, uh, it is a fantastic look at what happens when a business is run the wrong way. Uh, and in this right. case, it's actually a biotech. So you kind of you kind of feel. Uh, uh, some connection towards it, especially you know the way that the 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 technology was meant to be used was they were going to put it in the homes of people who were participating in clinical drug studies. So I have to Mm -hmm. imagine that had it all worked out, we'd be using these uh, Theranos devices. But uh, as the story goes, it was basically a huge disaster. And um, I guess I'm getting to the end of it, but that's kind of uh, (laughs) that's my recommendation for the week.
1: Nice. Okay, so I. Me, Darcy and Cat, Darcy Darcy's Gunners girlfriend. We have done a kind of book club in a way. I'm just very slow and I just, I'm like in the middle of reading um, a book called Verity by Colleen Hoover and it's really good. It's very intense. So I think if you like intense books, I'm not done reading it yet though. What, like what the, kind of
0: like what kind of genre? Like what is like what's it about?
1: It's like this writer witnesses a accident happen. And then this guy kind of like, saves her. And then there's just like this whole thing going on in his life that saves her. And then they come back together. It's just weird. It's, it's good, though. I, I can't like, I don't know, like what you would put it under. I guess it's romance, like fiction. (laughs) like that i think it's like all that wrapped into one Uh it's 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 good so far but i will let you know if it's fully good at the end but i would recommend starting that maybe you can talk to me about it and then another thing is, is i just binge watched imposters on netflix it is a bravo show if you know me i love bravo Um, all the real housewives and stuff. But this was about um, this girl went and uh, married people to steal their money. So she went and married these three people. So she married two guys and then a girl and then took all their money. And then for this one guy that kind of owns her in a way, just makes her do all these things. Yeah. And then – these three went and found her and she was doing another con and then it just goes crazy from there it's really good i, I really highly recommend that yeah that is all on right. netflix imposters
0: all right there you go imposters on netflix um yeah. all right well thanks for listening this week uh we have put a lot out there for the audience that we want to hear back from you whether or not uh you agree with what we with what we said today um mm-hmm. And uh, of course, if you're going to join Tiffany or I in any of our recommendations, um, yeah. and next week we'll be off because next week is the Fourth of July. So happy Fourth of July! I can't believe we're already in July. Uh, yeah. It's amazing how fast June has gone. Uh, yeah,
1: where did the time go?
0: Yes, where did the time go? It's going to be awesome. it's going to be one of those things where, like, next week I hope I'm still alive because my sister's wedding is actually coming is this weekend. I
1: know.
0: So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful the Assassin family makes it through the wedding weekend, oh, you're um, have which. Fun. Which will it'll be a good time, oh, yeah. uh, but uh, we will also be off next weekend for Fourth of July, and then we will return the following week. We have a number of really cool guests coming up that we can't wait for you to hear um, as always I'm Gunnar Asaias, and that's Tiffany Rich you can find us on iTunes SoundCloud and Spotify if you're on iTunes make sure you rate review and subscribe very important that, that you do that yes we want five stars so we can climb the charts we want, our goal is to get back into the top 200 over on iTunes yes. uh, that was a that was a fun time that was a nice accomplishment for it was uh,
1: that's what our big that's what we wanted that's to a, do that's
0: what the goal was and we did it but we want to get back so now let's
1: go back so one of the ways that you,
0: yes one of the ways you can help us do that is with the rating and review and of course yes. subscriptions um you can also follow mm-hmm. us on instagram at breathe underscore in underscore pod that's also our yes. email address breathe underscore in underscore pod at org. Mm-hmm. i'm Gunnar siason that's tiffany rich and we will see everyone after the fourth of july
1: yeah happy fourth of july bye